to the right. Mariota drops. Steps up. He can run a long way. 29th of June. I'm Adam. Um, Mars is with me. Hi, Mars. Hey, hey, good to be back. It is. It is. It's always good to speak to you guys. Harry's with me. Um, hello, Harry. Um, hello. How's fatherhood going? Are you? Uh, you're looking a bit bleary-eyed, but happy. Uh, yeah, really happy. Super tired, and um, yeah, just taking each day as it comes. But yeah, it's um, it's been a, a real good ride so far. Almost four months in now, which seems like it's only yesterday since. Uh, little Cooper was born, so yeah, happy days. Uh, that's absolutely nuts. Can't believe that. Blimey, Greg is here as well. Hi, Greg. How are you? Howdy, good. Not too bad. I'm appreciating the uh, Marcus Mariota jersey that Harry's wearing. That is pretty, pretty good. Um, better than anything any the rest of us are wearing. Um, I didn't ask how you were, Miles. Um, not deliberate. Um, but I'm not going to. So there you go. Um... It's, the t- it's that time of the year where basically nothing's happening um, in the world of the Tennessee Titans. Now, we could talk about you know, OTAs, training camp, whatever is going on out there. Um, but there are other people that are doing that. Um, I don't think you really need to hear from us. We could discuss at length whether we're worried about Jeffrey Simmons' contract. Um, but these, these feel like discussions that have been happening elsewhere. Um, instead of that, we thought we'd get together and come up with our all-time Tennessee Titans sort of, I don't, I don't know what we're going to call it, all-pro team. I mean, that's not really right, is it? But um, basically, in our opinion, um, the best team in the Tennessee Titans era. So, yeah, 1999 onwards, where the team not just had already moved to Nashville, but changed its name to the Titans, Um Kind of a fantasy roster, but we're going to do some defensive spots as well. Um, basically, we we can't be bothered to research and talk about the O line. Um, you know, Taylor Lewan's probably in. Bruce Matthews, yeah, move on from that. Um, we'll talk about the sexy positions. Obviously, kicker, punter, and returner will get covered as well. And we're just going to argue amongst ourselves and come up with something and see where we get to. Um, how's that for off-season content? Perfect. Right. Obviously, we'll start where everybody starts. So you've got nothing else to look forward to. The highlight out of the way, the quarterback position. Um, 
Miles, why don't you kick us off? Uh, where are we with that? Who would be the best QB of all Titans time, in your opinion? Well, I did want to try and establish whether or not we we're doing it in a fantasy football format, where who would I rather have in my fantasy team? Because then mobile quarterbacks overtake. Miles, over. nobody cares about your fantasy team. I, I wanted a chance to talk fantasy, and it's gone already. <laughs> um, I mean, Warren Moon is a fairly... I mean, you're, you're completely ignoring the first rule of this that I made very clear at the top, 1999 onwards. Uh, but... I'm, I'm, fine. I'm going to start <laughs> with Marcus Mariota. Oh, OK. I didn't, I didn't think we'd go there first. Um, OK. Um, explain your working. I think the team were in a place of uh, sorrow, shall we say, and it was almost the start of what looked like a few positive years of football, which has then developed into further, I would say, much more positive football. And I think it was in there that, for myself, I was sort of partway through enjoying the team. And it was just, I don't know, it was a quarterback that I really got behind and really sort of, I don't know, he, he gelled me to the team a lot more. I think he deserves a, deserves a shout. Just to be clear, I think we we're gonna we might need to be we might need to make the distinction between our favourites and best, if if you see what I mean. Um, because I think he qualifies for one of those, but probably not the other. Um, Harry, what do you think? Who would be, in your opinion, the best quarterback to play for the Titans? Way before my time, but surely Steve McNair gets a huge shout. Um, helped with the transition to Nashville. Um. And it's just legendary status with with no caveats or, or issues, really. Um, yeah, I think it's hard to argue against him statistically and in the fan base. But um, I'd love to put, you know, Fitzmagic in there just because <laughs> it's quite fun to watch. And Jake Locker for what he maybe could have been once upon a time when we first drafted him. And But no, I think I think it's got to be Steve McNair. Uh, Greg, are you in agreement with that? Or indeed, want to throw any, any other names? I'm going to go Dan Pastorini, Adam. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not listening to your rules either. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I'm, I thought no. you'd have been a George Blander man, but uh, <laughs> you want to go yeah. pretty controversial. Why not? Uh, no, I'm going to go McNair, definitely. I think, again, slightly, it was before my, my time of, of kind of following the Titans, but I've watched so many games um, kind of, pre when I started really supporting the Titans and and the talent the guy had was just was just unbelievable and if there was anyone who deserved that that famous Super Bowl it was it was him he carried this team for for years with injuries galore and was able to do so much with his legs as well as his arms so yeah I don't Mariota we've always got uh, an affection for as everyone knows who listens to this podcast but I think if you're going to talk best Outside of Warren Moon, obviously, it's got to be McNair. Yeah, for the record, I'd pick Warren Moon if I was allowed to. But yeah, I I, I kind of feel that it, it is Steve McNair. That is, that is the right choice. I, I agree with you. Um, but it's hard to, it's sometimes hard to work out how much, of a, how much of someone is the roster around them. So if you compare what Steve McNair had around him, O-line weapons, with what Mariota had around him, um, it, there you can't. You just you just cannot. Um, Marcus got such a raw deal, especially in his early years as a Titan, um, before yeah, b- before Derek Henry got going. But even even then, 
Um, he wasn't as well protected as McNair, I would say. Um, but I don't think, I mean, I don't think you can look past the heart he had, um, the ability to just win games he had no right to win, um, come up with game-winning drives he had no right to. And it's it's going to be a favourite and the best, I think, Steve McNair. Uh, Miles, you're very much outnumbered, I think, on this. Um, I, I see where you're coming from. Absolutely do. I have a funny feeling that talent's going to go today, to be honest. <laughs> I will very much be heart overhead for the majority of this podcast. <laughs> okay, let's let's ink that one in, Steve McNair. I don't think too many people are are going to argue with us. Um, okay, the the skill positions we're going to come up with a running back, a bit sort of a bit fantasy esque running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. So it could be two running backs um, if we if we see fit. Um, Greg, well, the running back position. Let's start. Let's start there. Um, who are you? Well, who would you select? Been pretty blessed at this position. I think it's fair <laughs> to say in the last uh, in the last twenty years or so. But um, I don't think for RB one you can go and look any further than Derek Henry. Let's face it. I mean, what, what the guy has done in in the last few years or so. I know there'll, there'll be a lot of other names, which I'm not even going to mention to spoil it for everyone else, but I I can't see past past Henry. I think he's just a, a different animal. Um, I mean, bar last year with, with the one injury that he got, he's been so durable. And But yeah, I mean, there's there's three main contenders for that, for a running back spot. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't go, past, uh, go past Henry on it. Yeah, Harry, who do you, who would you choose as uh, the running back? Yeah, so I'll go somebody different just for the sake of argument. Um, Eddie George. Um, I think if he was running against the kind of boxes and the kind of defenders that Henry's been running against for the last three years in particular, um, I, I think he would have easily smashed Henry's records. The NFL's playing more dime now and more... Um, slightly less run orientated defense so I think for Eddie George to put up what he did and to still be again loved as much as he is um, number retired and and everything like that in in Nashville um, it's hard to hard to look past him but I think either way that we go for this one I think the other one probably ends up in the flex spot unless there's a certain uh well I'm, I'm gonna stick my neck out and say that um Mr. Miles Tarry might have a word or two to say about CJ2K. Um, would I be right? I was just about to say, you were saying it's hard to look past him, but to me it was very easy to look past him. Uh, CJ2K is the number one running back for me. He's He, he was unbelievable. The speed, the, just, the domination and the, the destruction that he caused to the Jags especially. Just I, To me, he's he's the reason I fell in love with the sport so I can't look away from this is where heart and head sort of take over where to me it's CJ obviously blazing game as a fullback needs a shout but um, I mean he he doesn't I'll tell you what let's have a fullback spot shall we we'll come to that in a minute I play this game Adam I'm (laughs) perfectly happy ignoring it and we all know what was going to be said (laughs) (laughs) but yes Chris Johnson just Numerous, numerous shirts with Johnson on the back. You see, whenever you go around to NFL events, still, um, clearly someone that's in the heart of a lot of the uh, Titans fans. And yeah, to me, he's the number one. But like we said, I think we've named three 
quality, quality running backs that will make most teams uh, all-time list, I'm sure. I'd I'd love to change my own rules and sort of scratch a wide receiver off to have an extra running back, um, but I'm not going to because that would be too easy. That would be a cop-out. Um, I think it's clear that our flex spot is going to be a running back. Um, I don't think there's any argument. I mean, you could argue maybe that we've got a couple of decent tight ends, so maybe you put put one of them in there, but I think it's it's got to be a running back. I can't see two of Henry, Johnson and George missing out um i would personally i I think it's it's derek henry's number one for me and the only the only thing keeping eddie george ahead of him is the longevity but derek henry's career is not over yet and i think he will and certainly should he will eclipse anything eddie's done um and see yeah and cj it's then it's kind of choosing between the between the other two i mean it's 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 awful to say that one of those three should miss out on the spot. Um, and I can't believe I'm about to offer this opinion, but I think it's probably Eddie. I can, I'd love to have a, a, a one-two punch of, of Derek Henry and, and Chris Johnson. Those two complementing each other. I don't think, I don't think it'd be hard. So it'd be not impossible to top that um, as, as amazing as Eddie George was. Um, I just, see the other two guys being just ahead of him in terms of just metrics of being faster, stronger, bigger and and, and all of that stuff. I'm so sorry to say this. Um, I know we said that this is going to be a head thing and maybe not a heart thing, but let me take you back to London. It's October. <laughs> it's not <laughs> side. You've just walked into the banker's pub or where, wherever it's called right <laughs> by the t- and who do you go straight over to? It's Eddie George. I mean, to to be fair, Chris Johnson and Derek Henry weren't there. Um, Eddie George was. Um, you know, who maybe would that's... you do in that case? If all three of them were there, who would you have gone over to first? Oh, it's it's Eddie, isn't it? It is. Um, I'd, I'd, but... I'd have gone to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for them to come to me. Um, <laughs> Miles, if if Chris Johnson gets in. Does Derek Henry or Eddie George miss out, in your opinion? I think purely based on my emotions of watching the Titans, Henry gets in for me because I'd say I've enjoyed more watching the Henry highlights than I have the George highlights. And to be honest, Henry, like you said, he's still not done yet, but the things he's doing now is unbelievable. And it might be in five, ten years' time, will be like, oh, well, Henry stopped after this time, or it'll be Henry smashed all these records. So to me, it's, it's Henry. I mean, Henry Johnson is a one-two punch. That's scary. I, I've made you lick your lips, the thought of that, haven't I? Um, Harry, who misses out for you out of those three? Uh, it has, has to be Johnson for me, although I, he was a cheat code on Madden for quite a while, so he did <laughs> for um, me on that one. But uh, yeah, it's got to be Johnson for me. Okay, Greg. Um, yeah, saying I've gone Eddie George in in as as a flex position. I think durability, running through. I mean, in that period of time, the 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 players that that he had to run through were, were monsters. Um, and I just think, yeah, he he pips it for me. Like, but that's a, it's a really difficult one to <clears throat> to say 
to leave Johnson out for for what he achieved and um, and everything that he did. I mean, he pretty much carried this franchise over that period. Um, incredible talent, but I think I, I can't I can't not go with Henry and George as the uh, as the two. So we've we've caused ourselves a problem by having an even number of people on this panel, haven't we? Um, and we are we are tied up. How do, how do we fix this? Um, do we negotiate with with Miles about whether Blasting Game gets the fullback spot? Um, I mean, I mean, it, it feels to me like it's a great opportunity to put a poll on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Um, that requires admin. We get get some results by the end of the episode, and we can pop it out at the at the end as a little disclaimer. Okay, I think a, a poll. Yeah, just just choose between CJ2K and and Eddie George, um, and we we will re- revisit this um, in well in a bit. See see how it's looking. Just yeah, give it like a half hour poll or something, and we'll we'll come back and and announce our flex. Derek Henry's got the RB spot, so we just we just choose between those two. Um, in the meantime. Um, I should, yeah, Greg. It looks like you're you're on the case with that. In the meantime, we're going to pick a couple of wide receivers, and this I don't, I don't know if this is easier or if it's just more frustrating or more depressing or or what this is. But the cupboard isn't quite so full. Um, Harry, give us your Titans' all-time best wide receivers. Yeah, I mean we've swung and missed so many times, haven't we? Um, we barely even swung a lot of the time. I, I, d- yeah. I don't know. It seems like we've never set our stall out to get wide receivers, and it, and if we have, we've just gone for the wrong type of guy. I don't. I don't know. It's... Yeah, I think you know. You look at. You're gonna have to probably put AJ Brown in the conversation purely for the last couple of years. I know it's raw and sore at the moment, but I think you talk about that excitement that you saw in the last couple of seasons with him and it was was good to watch Kenny Britt I think is a, is one that definitely deserves a, a mention um was definitely sort of the number one wide receiver for the Titans when I started watching them and um yeah was a lot of my early fandom it wasn't explosive or, or mind-blowing um but again I think that was kind of the wide receiver group at the time there wasn't many wide receivers that you counted on to make a home run play whereas now I think in the NFL you can easily name 10 or 12 that will you know, can score from pretty much anywhere on the field. Um, but yeah, those would probably be my two. I know it's an ugly one, and uh, and one. Kenny oh. Kenny Britt feels like that that might be a metaphor for where this wide receiver cupboard is. Um, Miles, can you do better than AJ Brown and Kenny Britt? Firstly, I don't wish injuries on anyone, but AJ Brown's not on my list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I, I had to think of the, and, and again, like you said, it's a very bare cupboard. I mean, Kendall Wright probably gets a shout for what he's done with the team. And I know that's a depressing statement in itself. But if you look at what he managed to produce, I mean, I'm not going to mention like Green Beckham or anything like this, are we? Or... <laughs> that's that's another podcast. Um, if 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 this goes well, we might do our worst our worst Titans team of all time. There's a, there's a thought. This could be on the same list. I mean, I don't know <laughs> rules, but uh, Mason was what before '99, but obviously into the mid 2000s. Yeah, Mason. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, Mason's 
almost all of his career's titles. Yeah, probably pre ninety nine. Um, he he's up there in terms of the talent for sure. Um, but then yeah, outside of that, I think I mean Nate Washington was he had some plays that really excited me and probably deserves a shout as well. But yeah, I'd much rather spend more time talking about the running backs than the receivers, to be honest. Nate Washington's another that you could say suffered from being in the the bad, really bad Titans era. Um, Sean above every, everybody else around him. It's it's hard again. It's hard to tell whether is that him being great or is that him shining because there's nothing else to to shout about. It's hard to tell. Um, I would add Drew Bennett into the conversation if we're going back to sort of the older guys. But it, again, I can't like I can't think of that many big like Drew Bennett moments I can't I mean Derek Mason's probably with the numbers he's one of the one of the better options and I think a lot of the older Titans fans would say yes he's gonna he's gonna get one of the spots but can you can you think of those that many home run plays with Derek Mason maybe a few kick returns but like do you know what I mean it that it's it's perhaps harsh and it's probably a bit of recency bias as well but yeah, I, I'm not happy about any of this. Greg, um, help us out. I haven't got a clue who to pick for this. Honest with you, um, I mean, look, AJ, as as sore as it still is, uh, I, th- I think AJ whole, has to be one of them. Yeah, it has to be there for for the talent he's got, and what even in that short period of time, what he what you want to say, short period of three years, what he showed. I think he's got to make that list. But I think the main reason he's making that list is because it's uh, it's such slim pickings. Um, then it was between Mason and Dyson for me. Um, I think I, do, I don't. I just don't think Dyson did enough to like it. It's a couple of again, like one or two very famous plays spring to mind with Dyson, but I don't think his yeah like, longevity is is good enough really. No, but I think if you if you look through if you look through the list of the receivers that we've had, <laughs> I mean. It's pretty scary. I mean, can we can we claim Julio Jones, but not what he did for us? I don't. Well, it would be, be a nice cop out. Yeah, but then we could we could stick Randy Moss in there, couldn't we? That's very true as well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's scary when uh, when I was looking at this, I was thinking, right, I want to I want to make sure I'm not missing anyone. So there was a list that I saw online, and the 22nd best wide receiver according to this list was Eric Decker. So I automatically closed that and went, okay, well, that's uh, that's 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 when you know your wide receiver is pretty bare. I'm wondering who 23 is or, or, or even 21. Um, but yeah, there's, you are almost literally scraping the barrel. Um, are we unanimous about AJ being one of the two? I know, I know it hurts. I know it's raw. Well, we're not unanimous because Miles <laughs> is shaking his head, but are we a majority on that? I think we have to be. And it's, just, just because, yeah. If we had, if we had lots, lots of better options, we wouldn't need to. But I, look, the only, the only people, the only people that disagree with this is Miles and all the kids that were supposed to go to his training camp. Yeah, and, and you know, shout I, out to the kids. But uh, I, I can't. I've he's the most easily the most excited I've ever been about a Tennessee Titans wide receiver, and that probably includes going back to the Oilers days when we did have some. You know, the likes of Jeffries, um, Givens, Duncan, people like that. But yeah, he he has to. I mean, can we? We need to pick a second, obviously. 
Um, who, well, straw poll quickly, who would be your other wide receiver, Miles? Kendall Wright. Oh, God. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it is Nate Washington. I agree with what you say. I think it was a lot of talent, wrong team. Okay. Uh, Harry, we're going to come up with four different names at this point, aren't we? Yeah, Mason, purely on the stats. I think throughout his whole career with us, just having a quick look at it, he's got over 6,000 yards, so can't really complain. Yeah, he, he, his career numbers will... Yeah, he, he wins those, doesn't he? Greg? Same, so the only reason is for all the numbers. And we could play an even more fun game of who was 21 and who was 23 in this list if you want. <laughs> I'll warn you, it's uh, it's quite shocking, quite bad. I mean, uh, that yeah, that's a that's a bit of side tracking, isn't it? Justin Hunter, spot on for number twenty three. No way, no way. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. list was made by Adam, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> twenty one, uh, Harry Douglas. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. He's another one that, like, yeah, might get in for what he did at Atlanta, maybe, yeah. <laughs> not for what he did in Tennessee. I think yeah, I, I have to I have to agree. Derek Mason doesn't feel like the sexy pick, but yeah, his his career numbers do it. Um, and yeah, but it, it's quite ironic given the the spats we've seen recently about the the best ever Titans receiver and Derek Mason getting involved on social media. Um, but yeah, AJ Brown and Derek Mason as a pairing, um, they wouldn't get on. That's that that's clear. Um, but they probably do all right. Um, it made me realise, looking at all the wider receivers that we've had when I was trying to work out, okay, who who am I, who am I actually going to go for here? Kind of made me realise maybe Corey Davis wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's it's a fair shout. Um, bit frustrating. But yeah, I still feel like we we could have got more from him, but yeah, here we are. He's not he's, he's not going to get in this, but yeah, it's uh, it shows it shows how bare the cup of, cupboard was, I guess. Okay. Right, let's pick a tight end, and we have some more riches at least that we can we can delve into here. Um, Miles, kick us off with uh, with your your tight end of choice. Uh, for me, it's Delaney Walker. For my okay, yeah. he, was, he was Mariotta. As you can tell with the Mariotta theme again with me, it's uh, he was his safety blanket of when he was getting chased around by forty men because no one was blocking for him. He'd still managed to be able to dump it down to Walker and get some steady yardage. And then I'm sort of wish he had visited the times a bit longer, had a chance to play a bit longer, but he was also great at another team. So, I mean, yeah, for me, for me it's Walker. They're, they're, like you said, we do have a couple of better options. It's almost better to say that we'll just have like three tight ends rather than receivers. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, Harry, how do you see it? Yeah, I completely agree with Walker. Um, I think he was such a safety blanket. Again, you know, was a number one receiver for most of his time with the Titans. And you can't say that about many tight ends that have been with us. Um, yeah, he probably doesn't, you know, flash off the, the film or anything like that. But he was solid for, for a number of years for us. And yeah, was with us with some really bad years as well. But um, yeah, Walker for me. Um, Gregoire. Um, I'm going to go on a slightly different tangent. Um, Anthony Ferkser. No, there's no doubt for me. I mean, he, he's he's on that list. Should we move on? Who's next? Uh, I I think that's a bit harsh on Jeff Swaim, to be honest. Um, I don't know how you can forgive yourself for that. Um, 
if it wasn't Ferkser, who 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 else who else could we consider? Just yeah, just, I mean, just hypothetical, you know. Yeah, I, I know. I, how I mean, feel. Uh, probably a close second's got to be Delaney. But outside of that, I mean, I guess Wycheck needs to be needs to be considered as part of that, a part of that list. Um, for me, I think it's a close run thing. Um, but De- Delaney was, yeah, as you guys say, I mean, he pretty much carried carried that offense in the early days of, of Mariota. So it's it's hard to say he doesn't he, he doesn't make top of that list. But yeah, I think Wycheck definitely is one that that needs to be uh, in contention. He he does. He I think of Wycheck. I think of well, obviously, I think of the Music City Miracle as we as we're all doing, but. I think of other gadgety stuff, like he'd throw a touchdown pass, or like just there'd be there'd be some tricks going on. But classic Jeff Fisher when it was good, Jeff Fisher. Uh, but yeah, that Delaney wins for me as well. Um, I, I have to say that the, the athleticism, the fact that he, yeah, again, a bit like the Nate Washington thing. He was the he was the the only guy um, that was worth his place or would have. Would have got onto other rosters as well, if you see, if you see what I mean. And he, for quite a number of years, dominated that position. Um, I don't know. He would have been a top five tight end in the NFL um, in his in his era. Um, and yeah, again, you compare it with Wycheck. Wycheck probably was coaching him, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it. Yeah, we we're going to pick Delaney. Um, Shout out to Jonu Smith, though, who, had he remained a Titan, I think would be pushing this in a few years. I'm not quite sure what the Patriots are doing with him, but the last couple of years in, as a Tennessee Titan was starting to make me very excited. Um, but those, we shouldn't have paid those, in that money. Those first two years were pretty damn poor, though. I mean, the last two years, I agree, it was, it was, it was excellent, but no one was paying that money for him. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the talent, the yeah, the the speed, the athleticism, some of the stuff that he could do, it did show us flashes, and um, did whet the appetite. Um, but yeah, just not for long enough. Um, it's it's Delaney. I think we're we're probably unanimous. Dare I say it? That might be the first one. Oh well, no, I disagree with you. Unanimous, but oh, he was, okay. he was well, always a close second. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, Anthony. Um, forgive us (laughs) all right well let's move on to defense we're just gonna we're gonna try and keep it i say simple um nothing's gonna be simple is it we'll pick two linemen two linebackers and two dbs um for a sort of idp feel uh we'll yeah we'll start with the defensive line and i i think for sake for the purposes of this this should include edge players unless they're sort of obviously linebackers is we could get lost in this in this debate, but I think back in the back in the Jeff Fisher days, those sort of edge guys would have been defensive line. Now they're probably linebackers. Um, but um, rather than get lost in that, we'll do well. We'll do whatever makes gets us the best six players. I think. Um, where do we start with this, Greg? For me, um, Jarrell Casey on the defensive line, I think, is a, an absolute no-brainer in my view. In my view, I mean, I still think. He was, uh, I mean, I know his career didn't carry on too much longer after he left us, but uh, I think he was unfortunate of injuries, but he was one when we did let him go. 
much as it probably made sense from a cap perspective, it was uh, it was a hard one really. Um, and then the second one for me is a guy who's still very early in his career. It's got to be Jeffrey Simmons. Right, the guy is an absolute monster, and you see the money that uh, Aaron Donald's getting, and you just have to wonder how far we're going to be able to stretch to be able to pay the man because uh, he's going to want certainly money in that direction. Not going to be probably as much as that, obviously, but it's certainly going to be uh, a hefty price tag to pay. But the guy's completely worth it. I yeah, I hope we pay him whatever it takes. <laughs> um, Harry. Any other, other I, names to throw in the mix? I'd agree completely with Casey. I think if he's not in this, it's a sham. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I was going to go Simmons too. Um, I do think it's a little early in the career probably to put him in a Titans all-pro all-time kind of thing, but I, I do think he, he definitely deserves that look in. Um, maybe Derek Morgan as well, depending on where you want to place him on that D-line, but um, certainly not a middle-of-the-road stuffer, but constantly sort of pressured the quarterback especially early on um just wish that we could have done a little bit more with him because i think he definitely had those sort of natural skills um but yeah he he won't get in but i i just quite like a, a shout out to him because I, I really enjoyed watching him and then if we are going for edge players on a landry probably uh is starting to slowly make his way up that but whether you want to call him a, a linebacker or not who knows yeah it's, a, it's he probably he, he probably is it's that it's it's sort of the era. Um, Miles, any other other names to add? It angers me that Harry has brains and beauty because Morgan was going to be my uh, <laughs> uh, other other um, honourable mentions. To me, Jarrell Casey's the the guy. He 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 he's my number one um, defensive uh, lineman player. Simmons is well on the way to being everything he wants to be and I'm sure we'll have future podcasts like we said about him getting paid and stuff and Morgan for me was one that I again my sort of when I was watching the Titans the most he was always there always making plays and I mean outside of that you've got names that you can mention like probably earlier Van der Bosch or however you say his name I remember seeing highlights of him and people got excited about a rack and people like that but I think we've named the main three with Simmons, Casey and Morgan, to be honest. I don't, I don't think we've named the main one yet. Um, but well, again, again, it might come down to whether you call him a, an outside linebacker. Um, the freak, how, how the, the freak has to be one of the six. I don't care how we do it. Um, I, I, it just, and it, yeah, it's probably my age a little bit, remembering those, the, the earlier times, um, but that man dominated, absolutely dominated. Uh, by the way, Simmons ahead of Casey for me, if it comes to it, Simmons already has shown that he is better. Um, yeah, he won't have as many career sacks or career numbers. Clearly, he's been in the league three years, but he's he's already eclipsed. He's already eclipsed almost anybody. Um, if uh, if if we have to put Javon Curse in at linebacker. To make this work, um, I'll do it. I, I, I'm going to argue. I mean, unless you, unless I've got three huge opponents to my curse argument, I'm going to argue this to the hilt. Um, that man was so destructive, and yeah, quarter, quarterbacks running scared um, from the freak. He's, he's got to be. He's got to be in. He's got to be in there for sure. Um, do we put do we put Casey and Simmons in? 
Um, it, yeah, it probably. We had, yeah, you could even you could have you could argue Morgan as a linebacker as well. Um, yeah, I was a big, I was a big fan of, of Derek Morgan. I mean, there's from a linebacker perspective. I mean, we've we've not mentioned Keith Bullock either. I think he's another one who probably needs yeah. to, <laughs> to be to be considered. I think he was. I think he was uh, again a little bit before my time, but I think there's we we have got I think good strength and depth in that position. I was a massive fan of Arakpo. I think I thought what he did in that over that period of time. I know this will probably not be one that gets considered that often, but I do think as a as a linebacker, he, he deserves definitely a nod in the even if he doesn't make the final two. Yeah, if him and Morgan about that era of uh, probably a lot of iffy players around them that that sort of time they they shone, didn't they? Um, Miles, any uh, any other linebackers that we should throw into the mix? For linebacker, I think Woodyard. Yeah, um, yeah. Is is again as Sean Maiera was someone again who was very dominant. I'd love to um, have a player like him right now. Um, I I would mention yeah, Rakpo always excited me, and I agree. I think it was the people around him. I think we're, we're seeing the luxury now of seeing players like Landry and Simmons playing together. You're really seeing how they sort of shine when you have a lot of talent around them and how it's so difficult to cover all these people and with Dupree and everything that we're going to be looking forward to seeing next year but no, I agree with the names I mentioned, I mean, Will Compton <laughs> um, that, that, that might, he might feature in the, the sequel to this pod <laughs> yes um, but no, I, to me Woodyard, Woodyard was the, the, my linebacker I was thinking of and Bullock, uh, I agree, probably deserves a mention but yeah, Woodyard for me Oh, Keith, I can't imagine not not having Keith Bullock in here. I'm I'm just the old guy of the group. I know that. I know that. I need to accept that. Harry, help us out. Um. So as as a well as an honourable mention, I know we won't get in. Uh. But we all know that I have a massive fascination with Jayon Brown. Um. I just think he's so class for a fifth round pick. Undecided. Yeah. yeah. Captain to the defense or not captains, but you know can wear the headset quite a lot of the time yeah. in, in those huddles. Um, I just think he's class, just explosive, is perfect for a modern NFL linebacker. I realise he won't get in, but I just, I think he's class. Um, he's he's, so not, he's not going to get in purely because David Long is already better. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't it? It hurts Harry when you have a player that you like, but then he gets shot down by the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know how that feels, don't we, Blazing Game? You know, <laughs> last season, but sure, here we are. Um, anyway, so, um, no, I think as a four, you know, you probably go Casey, Simmons, Curse, and then Mr. Monday Night, I think, would be would be my four. And I think that's a good mix of new and, and old and probably messy Titan zero too. Harry, I totally agree with all four of those. Um. I don't know if that helps. Um, Greg, you, you, you'll have some think, issue. I don't think it can be anyone other than those four. I, <laughs> I think, I think it, there's, there's, uh, there's guys we've mentioned that deserve to be in contention, but I just, I just can't. I, I've, got no, I've got no argument, really. I just, I just think as much as there's, there's definitely players that, I mean, we've not talked about even Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, I bet, well, Hainsworth, uh, he... he, he Left us to chase the coin, didn't he? I, mean, I suppose Chris Johnson did that, but AJ, AJ know, Brown's done they've that. They've all done that, but <laughs> you know, um, 
yeah, Hainsworth. But he, he he probably had two or three great. No, that's oh, I don't know. I yeah, think I think I it's, a, it's, a t- it's a tough one. I think I mean he, he again. I won't put. Him I'm having Casey sport. or Simmons above Hainsworth though. Van Vanden Bosch and another one. I think Miles mentions probably worth a shout. But again, I won't put him in ahead of those four. I don't think you can look past those four. Okay. Um. I think I think we're there. It feels a bit harsh for the likes of Derek Morgan and and others. Um. But yeah, Jarrell Casey, Jeffrey Simmons, Javon Curse, and Keith Bullock. Um. Give me some of that. Um. Couple of guys that we need to we need to stick it behind them though in coverage. This I don't know if this is easier or not. It's simpler. Um, we could pick cornerbacks or safeties, or two of one or two of another, um, whoever we think's best really. Um, Kevin Byard. I mean, shall I just ink him in? Yeah, we could, no argument from me. We could go through the pretense of debating it, but I can't. I can't imagine that. We're going to do this and not have not have Bayard as one of them. Um, Miles, you were shaking your head. I don't know if it's in jest. Well, yeah, yeah, because I had two names. So I had uh, Jason McCourty uh, and uh, Cortland Finnegan um, as if I could have like a, a power couple corner. Um, they were the two <laughs> I had. Um, but obviously, uh, Bayard's still doing his thing and he's, I could I could probably, you know, I'd be happy replacing Finnegan with Bayard if I was going to do it. But I think Jason, yeah, Jason McCourty was just—he's—I loved watching him play. I'm gonna be controversial here and go Finnegan ahead of McCourty. Well, um, here for controversy. Yeah, yeah. Is it that controversial? Maybe. I if, just, if, if whatever just whatever for the Miles says, I disagree. So. Oh, I'm, I'm learning this. <laughs> I'm emotionally scarred. <laughs> Harry, uh, who are your DBs? Sorry, completely froze there. Um, so, because <laughs> we're being... like one or two of our DBs in history, bleeding Ray Wilson, he's definitely frozen a couple of times. <laughs> Stop oh. spoiling the, uh, the the next episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kevin Bayer's definitely in there. I don't even think that's a, the a question really. Um, Michael Griffith, Griffin um, was almost a Kevin Bayer before Kevin Bayer was a Kevin Bayer. Um, Paul Hawking. Um, I oh, know I said Kevin Byard quite a lot there. Um, Say it again. again. Kevin Byard. Oh. And then um yeah, so I think he, he was, you know, again on a bad team, probably shows my era. Um, but I I did always enjoy, you know, watching him and, and, and doing uh and just watching him sort of yeah, do his thing really. But then um one really random one, um, which he doesn't even get a shout in terms of this team. But somebody that you'd love in the locker room would be Myron Roll. He was a sixth draft pick in 2010 and is now a doctor. And if that doesn't show in neurosurgery, and if that doesn't show you what, what kind of person you want in the locker room, I don't know who else you'd want. I mean, he's not even the best role in this conversation. No, um, no. Samari will obviously do. Yeah, I know. I, I love that. Um, but he's not getting in, clearly. Um, but I do. No, no. But who knows? No? Concussions becoming quite a thing in the NFL. You know, to have someone who's good at neurosurgery, who knows? It, it's a niche role in a six-man defense. I'll give you that, uh, but may, maybe that sets us apart. You know, outside, think outside the box. Um, Greg, who, who are we going to pick here? I mean, it, yeah, it's it's buyer plus one other. Obviously, who's your who would your one other be? Yeah, buyer for me is is one hundred percent in. I, I kind of agree with Miles uh, with Finnegan. I think he's someone I thought was a was a great player 
in sort of early days when I started supporting the Titans. Same with Griffin as well, worth a shout before my time. But I think Blaine Bishop maybe as well could be could be mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's probably someone again, not someone apart from games I've watched back, um, but definitely worth a a potential shout. But yeah, I can't see past. Finnegan and Bayard. I think there's some some good corners that we've got in the team currently okay. that could could become pretty special. I mean, Fulton's a, a very good player. What he's going to become is going to be interesting to see. But yeah, those two for me. I'll throw Alteron Werner out there as well. Mm. Um, it's this isn't going to make this any easier, is it? Uh, but yeah, he he was absolutely he was he was what I call a lockdown corner for a bit. Um, and so, sometimes. The stats, the stats don't help when looking at cornerbacks because if if you're really good, teams won't throw at you, um, so you don't get the don't get the interceptions that others might. So it's a it's a bit of a weird one. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where we are, Miles. I think you pref- you favoured McCourty over Finnegan, didn't you? Um, is is it going to be one of those yeah. two? If it's down to a tiebreaker, then I'm happy to be negotiable or try Robin. But I think we've settled on Bayard, and then. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably take McCarty, but I'm not going to be upset this time uh, if Finnegan's picked. Yeah, I, Michael Griffin, I love as well, but no, I don't, I don't know. McCarty, I don't know if he he's sort of if he feels top six in our all-time defenders. If you see what I mean, maybe I'm yeah. maybe I'm being harsh. Harry, who's 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 the second guy? Come on. Um, I think it kind of shows that we've always had good but not great corners to an extent like they've been passable but never like Jaden Mamsey kind of style I know that hurts but it, it's <laughs> um, yeah I think probably Finnegan although you know uh, yeah I, I do like Griffin but if you think about how you play in a, a, a you know six aside game you probably want one person playing a little bit of man and one player maybe a, a shadow zone on the other side or something like that so yeah, Finnegan probably gets the nod on, on terms of logistics of the game. Griffin tailed off a bit, I think, as well. Um, he was great in the early part of his career, but not not for that long. Um, okay, if you go, you go Finnegan. Greggy, would you you go Finnegan as yeah, well? Yeah, Finnegan, Finnegan and Bayard for me. Okay, I think so. Yeah, okay. Cortland Finnegan gets in. Um, I I hope when the Texans do their equivalent of this, that Andre Johnson gets in so we could see a, a replay of that scrap uh, in fact if you're the Texans doing this podcast and Andre Johnson doesn't get in um, I'm not quite sure what you'd think they've got they'd have Johnson they'd have Newt Hopkins this, this isn't fair um, but here we are all right there's there's our or there are our defenders um, have we got a, an update from the poll Greg yeah let me see if it's we finished need to, we need to finalize the the flex position I mean, in classic Irish Titan style, they replied with Lendell White. Um, so there's, <laughs> well, there's we, one minute. we didn't really we didn't really talk about other running backs. We just we just had the big three, didn't we? And it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of hard to, isn't it? I mean, you can't really look past yeah. the, the three that that we've that we've talked about. I mean, there's... Lendell White's not getting in ahead of CJ or or Eddie, is he? No, much much as I I loved him. Yeah, definitely not. And DeMarco Murray for a couple of years. By I was, the way. You know what? I've got DeMarco Murray as a honourable mention for the excitement of when he signed, and but he was so much better before. Yeah, we got we got two really really good years out of him, and that helped 
with Henry's development as well. Was it, he wasn't taking that many touches early on, and it was yeah, they were good times. Demarco, Demar- 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 he he carried the team on his back in games, like fourth quarter drives. He was he was the man to go to, right? And yeah, yeah. So many games that he kind of yeah won. won Think about that Detroit one. The the if you remember the Andre Johnson game winner, it was yeah, Demarco yeah. Murray. Hard yards and wasn't it? Was yeah. it the Bengals as well? That he just, I just feel like he, and I think he scored the right. touchdown in that game. But anyway, so the um, the debate of whether you go with Chris Johnson or Eddie George. So uh, Chris Johnson got forty two percent of the votes, and Eddie George fifty eight percent. So it's a, na- a narrow victory for Eddie George. Fair enough, Eddie gets in. There we go. All right, so. Special teamers. Uh, we will start with kicker, and there's there's probably going to be some difference of opinion here. Um, Harry, who would who would be your kicker of choice? Yeah, I think there's going to be two main ones here, really. But um, suck up for me. Um, it's just that era that I started watching Titans football, and he was reliable, and you weren't nervous whilst watching a thirty yard field goal. Which I mean, you never realise how invaluable that is until it's gone. Um, and I, I miss that feeling. I miss that that I, sense of security that we used to get. <laughs> you know, you used to get up, maybe get another beer, get some snacks. You know, text a friend. And now it's just you drink the beer. You know, you... I, I, I genuinely, apart from apart from KC, I don't remember a field goal suck up took because I think every single time I just went, oh, I might as well just go to the toilet. Didn't need to watch one. them. No, there's no need. He had that like 50 in a row or something from inside 50 inside yards. Inside 50, yeah. Was. Like, that was it. Like... Jesus, what, what days those were. Oh, they were and if, if there's... Who's my pick? I'll tell you where it went wrong. And that's where Mike, Bra- Mike Brabel joined us. Uh, I think at that point on, because not only did, you, did we have the jeopardy of not having a reliable kicker, but there was also the jeopardy of whether he would just randomly fake a field goal in an inappropriate situation. <laughs> that first, first sort of... <laughs> two or three years of him being a head coach and getting some of those things wrong. Um, so you couldn't watch anything and relax. Not that we relaxed watching the Titans, but yeah, it all sort of slipped away at that point. But um, Greg, who's your, are you in agreement with Harry? I mean, actually, yeah. When I, when I was writing this out, suck up was mine just for the same reason. It was, it was, I think I've appreciated in the last two, three years or since suck up left, just, just how good he was. But I actually thinking about it. It's probably it's got to be Baronas, isn't it? I think he's he's. I've, I've kind of changed my mind on this, and I think the that that kicker position has to go to him. I, I'm yeah, I'm a Baronas guy, um, and it's it's. I think the head as well as the heart. It's certainly the heart. Um, he, see, I can think of so many ridiculous game winners with him i'm not saying suck up didn't have them was that that on the arrowhead arrowhead is the the famous one but i'm you know, they were you know he was absolutely missed the consistency but maybe maybe baronis wasn't as consistent but he just seemed to you know, like that that 60 yarder against the colts i have goosebumps thinking about that um and the the, the one against the texans where he he got eight field goals in a game set mm-hmm. the set the record that's kind of a record you don't really want to have in a weird way, isn't it? But... It's such a Titansy record. <laughs> yeah. 
Titans. <laughs> oh God, are we going to go down that route? Titans, you'd be like Spursy. Oh, it, it, it really is though. Um, Miles, you might need to to help settle this. I, I, sadly, I'm going to make things worse for you because I'm on I'm on the youth side. To me, suck up automatic is better than than uh, hitting the game winners in my eyes. As much as game winners are nice. That feeling of being able to do what you want the moment you've scored a touchdown and not worry about an extra point. The years it adds to your heart is just something that you can't sort of uh, take away from. I mean, special shout out to Super Randy, obviously. Uh, (laughs) It goes without saying. Yeah, obviously. I mean, and then obviously... I, this was the only position where I thought I'm going to actually have a look because I can't name that many kickers. And obviously, you've got Al Del Greco or Greco from the early 90s. Well, 80% of Titans kickers are in the last couple of years, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, just, it just got silly. Um, uh, well, yeah. Al, not... Al Del Greco missed, a, missed too many kicks when he shouldn't have done, didn't he? It's a great name, isn't it? That's how I work. If your name's Randy or Al Del. <laughs> You're a good kicker in my eyes, but it's just so Al Del. Del's part of his last name. It's not Al Del Greco, although that would have been better. It's Al Del, uh, but no, it's suck up. Automatic is that a kicker's there to kick. You know, it's you can't, yeah, can't look past that. So we yeah. might have to do a. Do I need to do another kick. poll. Yeah. I I, do you know what? I I'm I'm happy to be swayed a bit on this because I think. Like my head and heart, I think say Baronas, but I'm not like as as hugely emphatic about about this one. I Ryan Suckup was great, and that reliability. It might not be it might not be as many sexy game winners or famous moments, but it's exactly exactly what you said. Taking that stressful situation away. With suck um, up here is you don't know what you what we had until you'd gone. And then exactly, that, that exactly. Was, that was the that that was the one thing for me. I, um. Yeah, I, I I can't begrudge him making the list for that reason, but yeah, I think Baronas definitely is uh, yeah definitely worth worthy of that list as well in a, in a weird way. In fact, I'll tell you what would be more what could be more Titansy than picking two kickers. No, we can't we can't do that. <laughs> no. Let's let's give it let's give it suck up. Um, and I, I, I yeah that we we've been so blessed to have those two for so long. We could we could definitely go. Was it 2019 when we had two kickers on the roster when they had the Santoso? Santoso, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was the other one we had at the time? Was it Cody Parkey? Maybe I, was, I can't remember. Yeah. But that, only the Titans could go could carry two kickers in a 53 nice. kickoff specialist. Uh, well, oh, the Panthers yeah. have one, um, a British guy because like yeah, NFL yeah. UK wouldn't shut up about him for what seemed like years. Um, couldn't tell you what his name is. Jay Ajayi, I think. Something like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Abada. He, Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no idea. But yeah, the um, it wasn't the Scottish kicker, was it? Lawrence Tynes. It wasn't him. They, were, they had a proper kickoff specialist, the Panthers, for a while. Um, if you can remember, know, the I've, name, never, I've never been more relieved that Christian Wade's been released because now we're going to have to hear constantly about how he's on the Bills practice <laughs> squad. Oh, there'll be there'll be others. There'll be others. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean. It feels silly to even bring the punter position up. Um, let's just, we'll just say on, how great Brett Kern is and uh, move on. Um, shout out to Craig Hendrick though. He, but you know he's no goat. You can't you can't be the goat. No, not a chance. Honorable mention to well no one else. 
but yeah, a, 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 it's a, it's like the suck up thing. How lucky we've been for so long to have Brett Kern as our punter. Well, we appreciated that, and that was it. Thursday night, Monday night, what game, whatever day it was on when we played the Colts when Brett Kern wasn't there. Well, I don't think yeah. I've ever appreciated Brett Kern more than on that on that day. There was <laughs> the week before though that from I think he was the University of Tennessee that absolutely boomed a punt and then we just never saw him again. So he must have said something to Ray or, or there wasn't the guy who was at the yeah the week before he was from the Pats the, the left footed guy yeah. Who, yeah, yeah, Ryan Allen, that's who Ryan it was. Allen, that was it, yeah. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Oh, but, but Trevor Daniel was better in practice. Well, sure. <laughs> didn't Absolutely really help when you shanked one six yards deep or whatever. <laughs> oh, just 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 have a moment. Let's have a little moment of appreciation for, for Brett Kern. Not too long, because dead air is a crime, as as we know. All right, final position to fill special teams, kick returner slash punt returner. Uh, we've, I think, been quite blessed historically at this position. Um, we, going back, you know, D- Derek Mason, that famous one against the Jags in the playoffs. Um, there have been plenty since. Uh, Pac-Man Jones. Uh, there's been Mark Mariani more recently. And Darius Jennings even more recently than that. We've not done too well lately. Um, maybe this is another Mike Brabel era thing of weirdness um, that we just haven't quite quite got that position right. Um, let's uh, start with you, Miles. Um, who would be your special teamer? Yeah, you've mentioned him. Shout out the 2010 draft. Um, he's already had Morgan and we've had uh, the shout out to the uh, DB who I think went sixth. And then I think the seventh pick was Mark Mariani. Um, he... He was so talented at what he'd done, which was that and not much else. Um, <laughs> well, the, 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 he, best, the best returners did do that much. Yeah, like, Devin Hester, he didn't do much elsewhere, exactly. did he? It is, it is a very skilled position where you've got to run really fast, catch a ball, and that's about it, um, and be a human joystick. But, yeah, Mark Mariani, I, I, was gonna, I had so much potential for Dory Jackson coming out of college to be. He's going to be an amazing returner. And he's going to be amazing every time he gets the ball. And he just seems to crumble every single time. So, yeah, I mean, in a, in a non-special position, it's Mariani for me. Okay, Greg. Just purely because on that faithful day, week one, away to Miami in 2018, when it was a long, dark day, uh, Darius Jennings, I think, ran a, a kick return. I don't know how many yards it was in the end, maybe 94 yards, whatever it was, uh, to just give me a glimmer of hope uh, in that game, which turned out to be pretty much all I got from it. Um, and that year also, it was just he was just excellent. And that's, that's the only reason I'm going to go for him. It's a recency bias, and it's probably because I don't really care about this position. Um, <laughs> but I'll be honest, that's the first name that came to my head, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, I mean, he, he, yeah, he's not going to get in if it's up to me. That's a ridiculous shout. Um, no offense <laughs> to Darius Jennings, by the way, <laughs> but there were there have been better, surely, Harry. Uh, yeah, if you think that was a ridiculous shout, um, Valentino Blake. Uh, <laughs> you know, to have the balls to catch a punt that's already bounced on your own two yard line. I mean, 
it's incredible swarmed by two two opposing players and then yeah just i mean takes down the colts punt for them <laughs> yeah and and you you know you got to respect that You're trying to provide a, an 80 or 98 yard opportunity for another run or big play um selfless really um but yeah that's that's my legitimate shout because like greg meh I, I mean, I I would give it, if it's up to me, I would give it to probably one of the worst human beings to play for the Titans, but the most exciting player to, at this position, Pac-Man Jones. Um, but oh, I, I kind of feel like... Sorry, Miles. Sorry. I thought you meant AJ Brown when you were describing him, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I feel a bit like you. I don't feel strongly about this position. We shouldn't really have included it. Um, but we did, so here we are. It's allowed us to have gags, isn't it? So it's because <laughs> it's because it's that boring and that uninteresting. Can we just go with the worst choice possible? So I actually think Valentino Blake. Oh, there there could be some debate there because we had that guy who Chester Rogers. For no worse than <laughs> worse than anything Chester Rogers did. First play of the season, do you remember where he took a step? He, Oh yeah, 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 caught it with like one yeah. foot on the line of the end zone. Thought he hadn't stepped out, but had took I a knee that. for safety. Yeah, <laughs> who was that? Oh, Re- uh, Renault, Renault. Uh, I can't remember his first name. Uh, that might be another Darius, actually. But there's a common theme here. Yeah, we uh, whatever. Let's pick him or Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, oh, oh, can we? Did Chris Johnson ever return punts? I feel like we should get him in somehow. I tell you what, if he did, great shout because that that could solve all of our issues. There you go, Chris Johnson. He probably didn't. That'd be that would be madness to get him. Maybe get him hurt doing that. But Dexter could run. He couldn't catch, but he could run. Yeah, he did didn't do much there, did he? I can't remember. Well, maybe he did return some. Let's let's just move on. We've got we've got apathy about this position, um, but I'm going to read out the others that we've selected for anyone paying attention, or anyone who wasn't paying attention. Here, these are our All Pro Titans: um, quarterback Steve McNair, running back Derek Henry, wide receivers AJ Brown and Derek Mason, Delaney Walker at tight end, Eddie George in the flex, um, defensive lineman Jarrell Casey, Jeffrey Simmons. Linebackers-ish, Javon Curse, Keith Bullock, definitely a linebacker. Um, DBs, Cortland Finnegan and Kevin Byard. Kicker, Ryan Suckup, punter, Brett Kern. There are some pretty good players there. Um, some of our our all-time favourites, obviously. Who, who are you um, taking as head coach? Oh, we didn't discuss this. No, just throwing it out there. Yeah, I like it. Um I know it's it's got it's got to be Brable already, hasn't it? I I, I, I love Jeff Fisher, but I, I it's think between those two, yeah. oh, it's not Wizenhunt. Let's face it, um, or, or Malarkey, and he wasn't even that bad. N- n- uh, mm. um, the Irish, I can hear the Irish Titans. I mean, I know he was never the head coach, but oh, give it to Rubisky, Terry Rubisky. This is Adam, editing the podcast. I don't deserve to have that removed, quite frankly.
It was a pathetic attempt at an Irish accent, and I would like to officially apologise on behalf of this podcast to Owen, Sean, and in fact, anybody else listening. There you go. Back to the show. Um, yeah, I think it's Brable. Miles? Uh, yeah. Brable. It's our current, our current head coach. Our current head coach, um, which is a good thing. Um, Harry? Yeah, I'd probably go earlier with Jeff Fisher. Only person to take us to a Super Bowl. And until Vrabel does the same, I, I think, yeah. It's Jeff Fisher. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Vrabel just purely because every single time I watch... Mic top videos, and he's in them. <laughs> I just, I just automatically think, what, what a man, what a coach. It just seems like, uh, yeah, I, I agree to your, definitely to your point, Harry, in regards to he needs to take us to to a Super Bowl, or ideally win a Super Bowl would be nice. But um, yeah, I think if bit, he has the job as long as, if he has the job as long as Jeff Fisher did, he will get more success than Jeff Fisher did. Um, I read some absolute. Books. Codswallop on Twitter that he's apparently the ninth favourite to get fired in the in the NFL. And I was like, is that oh. just because there's such a huge turnover of coaches every single year and they're just putting him further up that list, or is that genuine a genuine thing? It seems utter madness to me. I, I've got to hear. <laughs> well, ten to thirty-two, really. That's ludicrous. Absolute, absolute Codswallop, as you say. Uh, all right, we there you go. That's that's what we think. Feel free to at us um, at Transatlantic TN and let us know what you think. Which which positions did we get wrong? Because it's probably a lot of them. Let's face it. Um, we're just we're just four fans with relatively mediocre levels of knowledge. Um, that's just what we think. There you go. Um, shall we shall we end with any non Titans related business that we've got? Um, Harry, as the the dad, well, I suppose another dad of the group. Um, I guess that's dominating your life at the moment, but you might not want to talk about that. You might want to talk about something completely different. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is. Um, he's great and, and hard work, but class all in one. Um, but no, that's that's not really what I want to talk about, um, seeing as pretty much that's all I talk about to all of my customers all day and, and everything like that. But, um, I bet no. they lap it up. They must oh, they, yeah, they, they love it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But no, my one is um, unfortunately recently in the NFL, there's been lots of passings and and everything like that of players uh, like um, Ferguson the other day, who's a Baltimore Ravens um, defender and stuff like that. And something that really grinds my gears is people saying, "Well, I'm a supporter of insert of the team here. Rest in peace." It does make a difference what team you support. He's human. Just grow up and get on with it. Like it's that shouldn't be part of your comment to say, "Oh well, I'm a Browns fan, but I'm still sorry for your loss." It's like saying, "Oh well, Absolute, I, uh, I just don't get it." It really frustrates me. I understand the sentiment of, "Oh, all rivalries are separate," but it's yeah, it just grinds my gears. Absolutely, bloody exactly. Never uh, the worst case of this has to be um, Joe Cox. And there was a oh this is bad the name is his name escapes me the Tory MP who was murdered a couple of years ago South End um, mm. and every every single person who had an opinion about either of those was um, I'd never vote Tory but this is this is shameful yeah you you don't need to say the first part yeah the, that second part stands alone 
no one's going to think or assume that you're a Tory or a Labour supporter because of your opinion about a shameful murder. Um, this is it's just it's just a human opinion to have about about something. Um, have I taken that a bit more serious than you were intending, Harry? I'm sorry. But... Oh, well, no, I, I, it just just annoys me each time I see it. I just think, well, that's not applicable to how you feel. It's, yeah. it's like saying, oh, the sky's blue, but oh, really sorry. It's like <laughs> no different to the actual circumstance of what's happened. You know, the guy's still, you know, got family. And anyway, yeah, it's just ridiculous. But sure, this is what, you know, non-Titans related all, all about. Just getting annoyed about packets of crisps and stupid people on Twitter. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, speaking of stupid, stupid people on Twitter, Greg, um I don't know. I, I could have targeted I, I, either of you there. I don't know why I picked I'm you. I'm not going to lie. Is that a dig at me or is that a I'm, dig well, at... I'm not sure. Are you just assuming what mine is? Um, yeah, mine's... Uh, so, I don't know. I've, um, there's, a, there's a game that uh, Dick and Dom, if you remember Dick and Dom used to play, bogeys. I do remember Dick and Dom. Yeah, right. So, um, so essentially didn't, for didn't those... did they go on Love Island or something? Or like... Love Island? Oh, but yeah, maybe I've recently been on the radio because they're back doing something from Da Bungalow. Da Bungalow. Um, yeah, well, I'm losing the US listeners here, but essentially for, for, for the benefit of those, it's uh they, they created a game called Bogies where it's uh you have to shout bogies and it has to be progressively louder until the, the other person gives up. Um what's annoying me is is it seems like uh Wimbledon it seems like between every point, especially when Andy Murray's playing, there seems to be like this, not not the actual game bogeys, but there's always this one guy or these two guys, I swear they're just shouting in between points. So as soon as it all dies down and it goes silent, you get them just absolutely shouting some absolute nonsense. I don't know if it's always been there and I've just never really noticed it. I don't watch Wimbledon religiously, but it was the most annoying thing in the world when I was watching the Andy Murray game the other day. And also I think Serena Williams was the same when that was on the other day. I don't know what it is about. It just, it goes definitely silent. They're just about to take their serve and some idiot starts shouting something out as if they're playing a game of bogeys. It's really weird and it's really annoying. Tennis crowds are the worst. Like it's a sport that sees itself as some like a bit like golf in terms of like or cricket, not 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 even cricket, but it sees itself as a sort of maybe a higher class or more respectful level of supporter. Yet you'll get a match where somebody miss hitting a ball into a net gets a much bigger cheer than a good shot from their opponent. Like oh, grow up, and every single point, oh, just it, it's tiresome. One, I mean, I, can, I wouldn't say it's that higher class I'm there on Sunday, so it's going to be uh, I'm going to be bringing Stoop in that level right down. And if anyone wants yeah, to play the game of bogeys, tweet me. <laughs> At Greg underscore Ket and get involved. Impress um, Miles. <laughs> First of all, if I want to shout that Maria Sharapova's got a great ass from the uh, sideline, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to have my chance when she's done a great serve. Anyway, um, Mine's really petty as always. It's not to do with Chris for once. Um, my name is. Spelled Are you just trying to make Kay Adams jealous um, with that? Look? Just, just wondering. Oh, listen, we, I could do a whole section about how GMFB is going downhill and yada yada, but we don't want to waste the listeners' time anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tweet about it one day. Who knows? You know. Um, yeah, my name can be spelled in two different ways. My name is Miles. Hi, nice to meet you all. 
It's normally spelt, or how I spell it is M-Y-L-E-S. Obviously, there is another form of spelling the word miles in the form of travel, which is M-I-L-E-S. When I send an email to someone, my email address is spelt how my name is. Nothing annoys me more than people going, hi, Miles, thanks for email, and spelling my name wrong and spelling it M-I-L-E-S. Now, I know this will be set up for future WhatsApp messages of hi, Miles, being spelt wrong, and I'm just setting myself up for more torture, not that I've only had 30 years of it already. Um, but yes, just make the little effort that if I reply to you in any way with emails or I don't know, anything else, I will spell my name in a particular way have the decency to just spell it properly when you return an email. Thank you. I get, I have emails back from people. Okay, like it'd be hi Alan or hi Alex. That's not even my name, let alone a misspelling. I was gonna <laughs> say I have been called worse than Miles spelt wrong, but I'd appreciate it if they put a little bit of effort in. <laughs> oh, these are these are some good gripes, aren't they? And so I couldn't think of a better way to finish than some ridiculousness here. Um, I don't know if I've discussed it on this podcast before. So I probably I might have done if it either here or on the Long Snapper podcast before. But I quite often run the line for my son's football team, um, and he's under he's under 11s. They play nine aside uh, with the offside rule. So how how it works is a parent or someone from each team um, provides a linesman or assistant referee, whatever you want to call them, and you officiate. You 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 do your own defence. Um, and then so swap sides at halftime and follow your own defence. Um, but he had a he had a game at the weekend. Oddly, you'd think it's not really the football season, but he had a a friendly game. And there was while the while the game was still nil nil, um, nicely in the balance. Um, a shot from the opposition hit the post, uh, bounced out slightly, but more along the goal line. Uh, maybe sort of six inches to a foot in front of the goal line. One of our defenders, my son, in fact, Henry, cleared cleared the ball. Um, play continued for a moment, except the the referee blew his whistle. Um, and thought, what's he? I wasn't sure what he'd given here. I assumed he'd given a free kick for something to um, our our team. Um, but he hadn't. He'd given the goal. Uh, thought thought the ball had crossed the line. Um, I then waving my flag like a lunatic. No, it, it did not. It did not cross the line. He's sort of, sort of on the halfway line, uh, perpendicular to what's going on. I said no, it's not. It's not crossed the line. None of the players, none of either team thought it had, um, and he refu- refused to listen to me. Um, refused to take my opinion from being bang in line with uh, with the the event and overruled. The, well, it was it was his decision, but wouldn't wouldn't accept it. Gave the goal, dug his heels in. Um, it went rapidly downhill from there. I was incredibly close to throwing my flag on the floor and having a <laughs> massive strop and say, "What do you even need me for? Do it yourself." I didn't, thankfully. That would be an awful example to set for eleven-year-old kids. Um, but oh my word, you have no idea how much I wanted to. Um, but I rose above it and I had a quiet word with him at half time in a constructive well, way. Now you know how uh, me and Greg feel with Trevor Kettle in the Football League. <laughs> yeah. But like, do, you know, do you know what? It's not, I don't mind. I can, like, a bad decision, it happens. Like, you can get something wrong, but where you're just too belligerent 
to accept accept something. So he's basically saying either, oh, either he doesn't trust me to be there, in which case, what's the point in me being there at all? Or saying, you know, for the other parent, the other team at the other end, same thing. I mean, um, you, can, you can argue that about Premier League uh, assistant referees now with VAR. What is the purpose of them? <laughs> well, that's a, that's, that's... Be abused on the sideline by the crowd for who they look like, aren't they? Isn't that just all I've ever had with linesmen? <laughs> did, you, did you have an actual flag or was it just a jumper? Because that's what I remember when I was a kid is that the dad basically is like, oh, yeah, I need you to run the line. Here's a jumper. Oh, no, they've normally got... Wave yeah, they've around. Normally, they've normally got flags. The referee turns out with a couple of flags. You occasionally get high viz. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the kind of level I'd be more used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's not... You know, if something's a close call, I can understand it or, or, or a mistake, but just deliberate... Ignoring of the fact out of stubbornness. No, sorry, not for me, Clive. So I remember once many years ago when I was playing uh, playing Sunday Sunday league football, the referee forgot his whistle. Are <laughs> <laughs> you sure that wasn't watching Stevenage? <laughs> no, no, no. So it was it was Sunday morning. All, we're all hungover from the night before, and we go out to play, and the referee's there, and he, he realizes he's forgotten his whistle, so he decides to to basically whistle with his mouth for the entire game, which was, I'm not going to lie, interesting to say the very least. <laughs> Especially... Did the... a lot of... <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say a lot of sheepdog would have turned up or something partway through the game. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else do you do in that situation, I guess? But you turn up with a whistle if that's literally your job, that you're probably getting paid a little bit of money for. I mean, he, he had his yellow and red card because I got booked. So that's, that, that's, that was. Uh, <laughs> of course, you did. Of course, I did. Yeah. For being negative. <laughs> for being negative. No, it was for <laughs> it was for the fact that I was absolutely hanging and I've got no pace whatsoever, and some nippy little sod was playing up front, and so I just just kept repeatedly taking him out at every opportunity I had. And after the third or fourth time, he he decided to book me. Which I think that was when I first learned that you you get actually fined for uh, for getting yeah. booked in. I was like, okay. I'm sure they're great at enforcing that. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing debts. It was only it was only like eight quid or something at the time, but it was uh, yeah, a bit of bit of a shocker. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, let's get out of here. That's uh, there you go. We talked about absolutely nothing that's going on with the Tennessee Titans right now, um, but I enjoyed it. I hope you did. We have um, no good. idea what's going on with the Tennessee Titans right now. No, I don't know. We'll, we'll come. We'll come to that nearer the time. There's, there'll be a season. We'll be. We'll do all that. That's fine. See you in September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not the preseason. Christ. Um, don't, <laughs> don't want to talk about that. But yeah, we'll get out of here. Um, good to chat as ever, boys. Um, we'll uh, we'll catch you again soon. Tighten up. Tighten up. Ahmad Hall was our fullback. Story.